and things, books and things, books and things, books and things, books and more things. Welcome to Books and Things. Wow, that was um, not in sync because it's been so long. It has been. It's a long, long time. Yeah, but we're alive. We're here. <laughs> I know we keep on taking breaks, but you know what? Life sucks. <laughs> yeah, there's honestly, I don't know how we did it that first year of grad school where we l- literally were doing, I would say we have less schoolwork now. now. Than we did that first year, but it, maybe that's why we burnt out. <laughs> yeah, I was going to tell you, you know what? I think it's a little bit of like burnt outness because like it's not that I mean, I'm not tired of doing this because this is like something fun that I get to do with you. Yeah. And like even though we haven't been recording for the last three months or however long it's been, yeah. I still been reading. Right. And um, but I don't think I've shared it like what I've read. Right. But we did read like three books right yeah we've been reading in, well um, like that we were gonna supposedly record I know. we have three books that we and we have read. a bunch that we're like we want to read and we're we're gonna get to we, yeah we started you know um 2022 with a good list of books that we want to get to we want to read we're but aspiring <laughs> we are manifesting but it's like what the second year of covid covid restrictions i think yeah it's just not an excuse, but, you know. I finally got COVID. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, but it wasn't how, bad that's for how, you. how I started off the new year. I was, like, sick. And I yeah. was like, yay. I was I was really mad because that was the one thing I had going for me that I hadn't had. Yeah, I hadn't but, gotten COVID. But Alex didn't get it. No, because then I was mad because he didn't get it and I was dying. Well, that's <laughs> the same thing with Calvin and I, like. We slept in the same room. I mean, I think you did too. Yeah. And he didn't get it. Yeah. Crazy. I don't know what it is. It's just attacking women. It's a thing. <gasps> Conspiracy theories. Da, da, it's da. a sexist. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it feels good. Like Judith came over and we, we chatted. We, we talked for like, even though we see each other every day. Last week we didn't. Last week we didn't release each other, but we had good conversation, and then good we had cheesement. <laughs> good cheesement, um, you know, cafecito timer, and she we just spent like another hour trying to find the next book, and all we ended up doing was uh, going on TikTok, going on TikTok, <laughs> and looking at all the books recommendations that you know, and saving books that we think are interesting, <sighs> and then we went back to the theory that we need more Latina. Latino people reading books yeah. and posting about it. Yeah, there's not a lot of like Latinx creators or influencers influencers on TikTok. At least that I don't know of. Like there are a lot in TikTok, but not book talk. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know what there's a lot of though? What? Cook talk. Oh yeah. my favorite. That dude. just makes me really hungry. Dude, I'm just like, I can do that. And then like I spend like five hours in the kitchen <laughs> trying to recreate something so simple. <laughs> trying to recreate something so simple. You know what I was gonna attempt to make this weekend and I didn't the do chilaquiles? it. No, I was gonna attempt to make pozole this weekend. I had some yesterday. Yeah, I because I had one of my parents brought me some. And so I had a little bit <laughs> I'm like looking at her trying to mouth and I had a little bit and I was like I really want to 
uh, try to make this for on my own. And they have a recipe. I mean, I, from I, TikTok, <laughs> send it over. But I did end up, uh, like, I googled it and I tried to see which one had like the ingredients that I could find that's like the easiest. Um, and I would make the chicken one. I wouldn't do like the pork one. Yeah, no, same. So, uh, and it would have been perfect because it's kind of been chilly this week. That's why I made um, enchiladas on Friday or oh, Thursday or whatever. You sent it to me. Thursday, I don't know. Yeah, you I think I made them. Yeah, Thursday night. I was like, it was cold. And I was like, I want some like, like, I guess not soul food because it's not like black food, but like. But like comfort food. Comfort food, yeah. Which then. could be, you know. Yeah, like for us, it's like our mom's cooking. That's comfort food. Yeah, so like my mom's cooking. So I was like, yeah, I was like, I want something home. I mean, not that I don't cook, but like, <laughs> um, but air fried chicken, you know, <laughs> that it doesn't kick in the same way as like enchiladas con una oh. sopa <gasps> with a homemade salsa. Dang, that sounds. I good. sent you a picture, huh? Yeah, you I did. Was like, and I just put yum, and you never said, I'll bring you some. You didn't say anything. Because you know what? It was late, <laughs> and um, I think we didn't eat until, like, 9. It was I, really late when you sent me the picture. Because I get out of work at 6 on those yeah. days. So, but I really wanted some homemade, like, Mexican food. Like, I didn't... Kelvin's like, oh, let's just order. I was like, it's not the same. Like, yeah. it really is not the same. So, like, I made everything, and by the, the time... The tortillas, too? No. Yeah, right. <laughs> I didn't start cooking until like seven. Do you think I'm gonna make have time for to- make homemade tortillas? Um, <laughs> the enchiladas took you how long to make? I don't know, like two. It's not. Um, it's a chicken that takes forever to. Oh, that's true. You yeah. gotta get yourself a pressure cooker. I do have one. Oh, okay. I yeah, don't know how still, to use it though. It still does take a while, like, cause it it takes a while for the pressure cooker to, to like, like pressure, heat up to yeah pressurize. to pressurize or whatever because <laughs> um, it'll stay on for like a good 10 minutes yeah. before the timer starts yes so, i've used it once to make chicken noodle soup yeah chicken noodle soup. last time i made tinga in it <gasps> i put all the ingredients in it and then when i when i opened it all i had to do was with two forks like just shred it in there Ooh, so good i should do that because like what takes long is cooking the chicken because you yeah. have to boil it and then yeah. and then i stir fry it a little bit oh okay yeah yeah, yeah. so give it a little bit more so now i'm hungry <laughs> <laughs> what are we gonna eat after this seriously let's get alex on uh ordering something real quick alex. <laughs> i mean i could i could make us some quesadillas <laughs> Dude, that's what i had for breakfast i had um i made egg mm-hmm. with some like you know Cilantro, cebolla, tomatoes, mm-hmm. garlic, and then I made a quesadilla and I put the egg inside. Yeah. With my salsa that I had left over from my enchiladas. That sounds bomb. It was bomb. So I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to take a quick pause. And I'm just gonna, you know, we're going to, they don't know. We can pause the recording, go eat, come no. back. <laughs> <laughs> that's enough about food. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But I do love food. Yeah. Like, that was, that was one thing that didn't happen happen to me during COVID was like, you know, people, I'm lose so glad. Buds. Yeah. Lose the taste buds or like even when I was sick and like fever and nausea, I had, I still had appetite. I was like, Alex, go get me some pho. Alex, go get me some food. I was like, I'm hungry. So I did not lose any weight during COVID. <laughs> you know what I do want to try to make on the pressure cooker? 
the frijoles we made last time. Oh, they were so good. You yeah. sent me their recipe. I think, and I think that first time that I, the time I made them and you took some, uh, I had followed like a recipe from somebody else because okay. I it added stuff that I've never seen my mom add. And I'm not gonna lie, ever since I made them that one time, I followed her recipe to the T. I have not been able to make them the same. <gasps> Why? Because I think after that, I thought I knew it. So I kind of just did whatever Mm. and it didn't come out. So I have to go back and watch her recipe. And then lately, I've just been making them really simple. Like, no, those are good. With like a bolillo and some cheese. Yeah. Those are really good. (sighs) (laughs) Calvin doesn't like frijoles, but I mean, I'll still make them. My cousin does. We love beans here. We eat them all the time. Well, we try not to because. You know, there's this there's this senora on TikTok uh-huh. that makes like the most delicious. She has like an outdoor kitchen. I oh, I think I know which one. Is it the one from the rancho? I think so. No, yeah. wait, there's a different one. Oh, OK, because there's one on YouTube and it's no, no, no. There's like another one. And she's like legit in the rancho, like cooking outside. No, I think she's I think she lives like in the States because oh. like um, she um, she just like, and I think like her husband or whatever built her an outside kitchen. Oh, and it's just like she cooks it. And I'm like, you're like, please table for for two over here. Seriously, I'm just like, how how do you cook so well? But then I'm like, ugh, imagine having to clean. <laughs> <laughs> it's the aftermath for or me. Even all the prep work too, like. Like, I can cook something, but cutting up all the veggies and all of that, like, that takes time. Like, you gotta wash them, you gotta cut them. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I send it to you. Okay. I'll watch it later. Um, But, yeah, she, like, has this, like, outdoor kitchen and, like, this, the leña. Oh. It's wood. It's just, yeah, like, yeah, a yeah. open a, fire. Cooking. Open fire, yeah. And then, like, she just cooks and I'm just like, wow. Yeah. That's a lot of work. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, fuck that. Yeah, I love my um, air fryer because <laughs> I just I just put my chicken in and I wait and then I come back, put some veggies inside and then I come back again and everything's ready. And then I put it, take it out, wash it. And then I don't have to use like four to three different pans. To yeah. Cook the chicken, chicken, the veggies. Because like when I made my enchiladas, I had to use a pot to boil the chicken uh-huh. and then I had to use another pan to like season the chicken and then I had to use another then for the tortillas and then you have to for oh, your salsa for the other salsa and then I had to make another salsa to yeah. go on top yep that's so. a lot of work it is and I'm just like damn how did my mom do this have a full-time job and come and cook these like hearty meals that, yeah because um, and then if you're gonna do the rice and beans you have that's another thing you have to cook on the side. Oh, I got a rice cooker though. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I love my rice cooker. I, I I do that one on the stove. But yeah, that's yeah. a lot of dishes and stuff. It is. If you do that, like I'm proud of you. Send me a dish. <laughs> um, I don't do it every day. I and, try. And here's the thing too. Like when I cook something like that, like, okay, I'm going to make something that my mom would make. I make too much. Me too. Like, I can't just cook like for two for two. And I don't know what it is about these recipes, but like I can't just cook for two. So then I have leftovers and then it's just me eating leftovers for a week for the same thing. Meal prep. There you go. (laughs) I know. 
Yeah. It's an advantage, Roxanne. I know. <laughs> Don't I know. complain. You have <laughs> lunch for a week for work. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, okay. So what else is going on? I just want to. Okay. Let's just get into this part of the, the conversation because I haven't really talked to you about it. Like you tell me and I stay very quiet. You watched and are reading Harry oh. Potter. <laughs> I was like, what did I do? Because like when you text me, you're like, oh, I'm on the third book. And I don't, I just go, do you like it? But I'm not like, because I want to have this conversation on here. So I've been waiting. Yeah, because I've been telling her like, oh, yeah, I watched all the movies. Oh, yeah, I started reading the books. I'm on book three. I'm about to finish. I'm like maybe 30 minutes uh-huh. out. I'm about to start the fourth one. And every time I text you, I'm like, man, she's not excited. <laughs> because I, I am but you want to have this conversation. I want to have this conversation. Okay, gotcha. So let's start with you watch the movies first, which I'm actually I think that's a that was a good idea for you. I think so, too, because then when you're reading it, you're like, oh, like it, if anything, it adds to what the movies didn't tell you. Yes. Or like you can already envision what the story I is. I think it would have gone either way. I think one of the issues I have with the movie um. What I I enjoyed them the first two, and the first three, and those are like my favorite. And Everybody likes the opposite, but I I like the first ones, and then like the other ones, I get it. It's more action packed, I guess. It's more yeah. like you know, and they're growing up, so it's yeah. like darker. Yeah, um, I think one of the problems I had with the movies was that like they would say like certain things like rules and laws. Uh-huh. And I would be kind of lost about yeah. them. So I'd be like, oh, 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 okay, sure. You just go with the flow. Yeah. And within reading the books, I'm understanding way more yeah. than what I, like, miss within the movie. And, like, I'm not, like, like, I'm cleaning and I'm playing it, like, so I'm, you You're know. listening. I'm listening and I know I miss a couple of things, but, like, I feel like the books just, I mean, like, always the books just have a lot more things mm-hmm. but the way that the book is written and how the story is going and like i didn't know um i only knew this i only found out this was because kelvin had told me like in the magic uh what is it called the magic ministry the ministry uh-huh. of magic the, yeah yeah uh ron's brother yeah yeah is in it uh-huh and like he's like oh that's ron's brother when we were watching the movies and i yeah. was like who the fuck is that guy He's like the one that does like the drag. He works with the dragons. No, that, not that the one? dragon one. The one that works in the mag- in the, in the, 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 the yeah. He comes out like twice in the movies, uh-huh. but in the book, mm-hmm. he goes to school with. Because I think in the first movie, you kind of see it's the twins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They run in, and then like a a third guy runs in, and yeah, you yeah. never know his name. You never know who he is. Yeah, he never comes out until the fifth movie. Right. And I was like, when he's, uh, when they infiltrate, right? I was like, who the fuck is that guy? And Kelvin's (laughs) like, that's his, because Kelvin has read the books. Yeah. Like, oh, that's Ron's brother. And I was like, why is he a dick? (laughs) So like that threw me off. And I was like, what the fuck? Who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. Um, Because he's like, we have six brothers. And like, I know about the one that is in Australia. Yeah. New Zealand. somewhere else. He works with the dragon. He works. I know about him, the the twin. Okay. So I know him, the twins, Uh the sister. And then it's Ron, Ron. And then I was like, who the fuck is the sixth one? <laughs> so it's that guy. But like now that I'm reading it, like you just find out that he's a fucking nerd. Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. a fucking narc. Um, okay. And so f- which one was your favorite movie? Uh, I don't know. No. Okay. Because like I watched them 
And I was like, I, I guess I watched them too fast. Yeah, I they kind of just all mushed together. Yeah, so in my brain, I'm like, I know what happens, but like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, but I, I mean, I want to say, I'm trying to think now. like, Or even like, for example, one of my favorites, I think, well, I have two, would be the third and the fourth, which is the Prisoner of Azkaban, mm-hmm. because I feel like you get a little bit more history mm-hmm. as to what happened with like his parents and he not to- really that's another problem <laughs> <laughs> the book is gonna get better the book is i think you no, like within the movie like, yeah that was a problem because like um because that's what was so confusing the third one i think the movies confused me a lot because there's like a mm. lot of things i didn't know so maybe i should have read the books first i don't know but like now that i'm reading the books i'm like oh like it's filling in the gaps it's filling in the gaps for me which i really appreciate yeah uh but like i didn't know that Severus Black, um, mm-hmm. the werewolf, yeah, 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 and then the mouse. Uh huh. Like I didn't know they were all friends with yeah. Harry Potter's dad. Yeah, yeah. It was, but, they were like a little crew. Yeah, but like you don't really know that in the mm-hmm. movie. You just kind of know true. that they know each other. That's true. But it doesn't say like, oh, we were all friends because it just like, oh, like, huh, we're friends and like a little flashback. Yeah. And the, the little hug in the little shack. Yeah, and then it's a little hug, and it's like that's a rat, that's a human, and then you're like, what? And then it's like Peter Pedigree. Yeah, <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> so I'm like, there's a fucking mouse. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, I'm yeah. glad you've 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 joined us over here, nerds. Um, whatever. Um, and I think I'm glad. I'm so glad you're reading them. It makes me really happy because. I'm enjoying the books a lot just because yeah. I'm it like I said it's just filling in the gaps and then you kind of get like why Severus cuz like I always knew Severus Snape like uh-huh had a thing out for Harry because of his mom or whatever uh-huh and then like in the movies it just says oh well he played a prank on me and that's why I hate him but like in the book it's more of like you can see that James Potter which is Harry's dad was a little bit of a bully yeah which he was he like was. a jock who messed yeah. with you know Severus yeah, so, like, you kind of understand, like, what's going on, and... And yeah. you can see, like, as you get... You read more, you can see that, basically, Snape was not a bad guy, because he was always looking out for Harry, because it was, like, his last way to kind of... Um, remember Lily. Remember Lily, and yeah. say, like, okay, if this is your child, I will do whatever I can to protect your child. Yeah. Um, and that's why it's really sad. Like when he dies, yeah. So like when he died, I was just like, okay. There was no emotion there because you you weren't when you're reading it. It's like you're. It has more emotion. Yeah. So I feel like when I read it, I think I'll be a little bit more into it. Yeah. But like as the movie, like I just didn't have that connection. I yeah. was just kind of like, okay, cool. And then it goes really fast. Like when Harry realizes it, I feel like there was not enough. Um, in the movie to really capture like the intensity of of what Snape did. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just like really quick, like, oh, he was protecting me. Okay, keep going on with the next thing, you know? So well, I'm glad you Yeah. So I, I'm enjoying the books far more than I am. The movies are, are like visually pleasing, you know, it's a good storyline, it's fast paced. But again, if you haven't ever wanted to watch it or whatever, like there I like was. so many spoilers. <laughs> who? I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, but I knew all the spoilers. Like I yeah. knew like who Voldemort was. I knew like that Snape had died. I knew yeah. like I knew all the things that were happening from people who do watch it. 
before yeah. I did. And I was like, I don't know. Yeah. And, you know, there's a rule. After it's been like five years, if you haven't watched it. Oh, spoilers are go yeah. out the window. Spoilers that's true. go out the window. Like, if you haven't watched it, like, that's why, I mean, I didn't care at the time. I was like. Yeah. I was like, yeah, tell me. I don't care. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad. Okay. I have my notes here of things I want to talk about. Okay. Things. We both know that we love the new movie Encanto. Food. <laughs> food. Okay. Check. Food. Check. We talked about Harry Potter. Um, and Encanto. I know. There's something we've watched. Constant. I watched recently. it more than twice. We play the soundtrack all the time at school. It's amazing soundtrack. We love it. it. Yeah. We hope you guys love it. That's all we wanted to say. We wanted to put it out there that uh, Lin-Manuel is doing an amazing job. Um, People just trash talk Lin-Manuel so much. It's like, you know what? He's trying He's doing best. the best he can. And I think he's done things that have uh, provoked conversation which around is good. people of color. Which is good. He has, uh, and I think he's doing things that, like, for example, this movie is set in Colombia, so it's like, you know, you're people that haven't really dove into that uh, heritage or culture, like, might be interested to Google it a little bit. And with like, that, I you've learned, already... I learned so much from them. Yes. Like, Colombian culture. Like, you know that river that the grandma and... They were crossing? Uh-huh. I didn't know that was a real river. It's called the River of Colores, El Rio de Colores. And it's, be- you know how like it yeah. turns into like different colors? That's exactly what it looks like. Oh. Yeah. I haven't searched that. So like I've learned so many things within, because we're Mexican and we don't yeah. know other cultures. Yeah. Uh, so it's really nice to see, um, even though it's not directly like towards us, like yeah. us Mexicans, it's really nice to see a representation within the Latinx, no, oh, no, not Latinx, sorry, Latin community. Yeah, we don't use that next. Okay. And so it's been really, it, it was a really good movie, and I really, really enjoyed it. I, there's a lot of things I liked. Family uh, dynamic. Oh, yeah. That's the, that was the most relatable part. That was the most relatable part. I, I think I cried it. when, um, what do, what part do you think I cried in? What, what, what song do you think I cried in? Dos Oruguitas. I did. But not for the, but the one that I felt it to my soul was um the second song Mirabel sings. Um, when they take the family picture without her. Oh, I don't remember the song, but I remember. Oh, is it the what can I what? Yeah, yeah. Uh, waiting on a miracle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That she, one was really sad. Yeah, I was like, take the picture I was, without her. I was driving and I was listening to it and I was like. <laughs> I think for me it's Dos Oruguitas because the part where it says we have to separate to reunite or something like that. Oh, the lyrics are just so pretty. It's very pretty. And it's like we have to separate to grow and then we will reunite. And I was just like, oh my gosh, that's so true. Um, but yeah, that was that. Okay, so you're ready to get into the book part? <laughs> okay, so we have two books. That we, yes. So the last one we ended with that we were going to come back, we never did, was The Librarian of Auschwitz by Antonio uh, Uturbe. Which is, did you finish it? I did not finish that one. I finished it. And I thought it was a really, I really like, um, like, World War II books. Mm -hmm. Um, 
historical books within because this is a, based on a true story. Um, when you yes. get to the end, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Uh, the author does tell you like this is based on a true story mm-hmm. and this is what happened, um, and it's um, through the perspective of this little girl who was sent to Auschwitz, yeah, and her duty was to be the librarian, and yeah. she had books for the um, for this camp. Okay, so this camp was I don't think it was Auschwitz. I think it was another camp, mm-hmm. and this camp was basically like a poster camp. Uh-huh. So, because the Red Cross, um, okay, so if you don't know this, like the Red Cross, co- uh, like if there's ever a, if there's ever a war, they go uh-huh. in to make sure that no one is treated in 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 an inhumane way, right? So this camp had the family still together, uh huh. Like even though they slept different right. different places, they were uh, still together. Um, and the Red Cross would come in and they'll be like, oh, you see, everything's intact here. See, they have a, cause like they let them have a school, quote yeah, unquote, yeah, yeah. and they had like a hospital bin and like they had like, right. It just looked like a community basically. Mm-hmm. And that camp, you were only there for, I think, eight weeks and then they would send you to Auschwitz. Oh, okay. So this camp and then like people were confused because they're like, because one of the things she's like, my eight weeks are, or I don't know how long it was, but she's like, they're almost done. Where do they send us after? Okay. Because they don't know. And yeah. there was like rumors going around about like Auschwitz and X, Y, and Z. So once um, they were there, they were like, I'm not saying they had a good life, but like they had, they weren't um, being killed there because or some of them were like they if they died like if they got sick they got sent to the hospital bin right. but they were just left there to die yeah like, and no I one know really they did them. mention gas chambers in, in the park because I I got like a good halfway or almost towards the end so basically it's her um she's like I think eight yeah she's like nine she's young she's young and basically her job is to deliver books to the um to the classes so the kids can read them and stuff and it just talks about like books that maybe they shouldn't be reading but she's like you know this is what we got and i think this is very important for you to read yeah because she reads the books excuse me and um it just kind of talks about the importance of books and her struggles through in everyday life being there and then Mm -hmm. when she gets transferred to auschwitz and um her father dies within that. that her mom dies and like her at the end, like she's reunited with her best friend who make it out of Auschwitz and um, she goes off to live with her. OK, so like there's a happy ending towards it. But it's just like you just see all these things how like within um, the Nazi re- regime and how crazy it was, how they were like, nope, everything's good here. See, like families aren't being that is crazy. separated. No, see, Red Cross, they're fine. They have exactly what they need. Yeah, they're a little underfed, but we have to keep our resources for mm. blah, 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 blah. See, no one's really getting mistreated. like Because yeah. there were, there was talk about these gas chambers. And that was really fucked up. It's, it was, um, they would make the um, the people in uh, who were incarcerated, like the Jews, mm-hmm. to, um, if she had to do this too when she was in Auschwitz is take the dead people to, like, a ditch. Oh, jeez. And yeah. she had to carry them, and she had to do all these things. And, like, she was like, it was the most, like, cre- like, it's either you do it or you die. Yeah. It's like they had no choice. It was so sad. 
Yeah. I I don't think I was in the right headspace for it because I was reading it and it was going a little slow. And there was things that, um, I don't know, I think it just like, it was a, it was very sad. And yeah. I don't think I was like in the right headspace for that. So I just couldn't finish it. But I, but when I was reading it, I really did like it. I liked the way the style that it was written in, which this is another thing to note. This was original, originally written in Spanish, mm-hmm. but like I think the author is from Spain, if I'm correct. I think but, he found her story and talked to her, wrote it, and then translated and it. And so it's translated to English, and I feel like that you lose a lot of things when it's translated, mm-hmm. and I think that is why maybe for me it was not a difficult read, but just like, you know, I couldn't, it was I couldn't a, finish it. It was a bit slow at the beginning, but it, it really does and I, I was spaces. curious to see, like, where the book was going to end up. Like, what was going to be the final. But I just didn't get there. And maybe one day I'll go back and I'll read it. I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a really good read. One of the things I read, not in the book, but have been reading recently online is, like, if history doesn't make you cringe, question, mm-hmm. yeah. or make you, like, sad. Uncomfortable. If it doesn't make you uncomfortable... Um, and it makes you feel good, then you're reading the wrong history. Yeah. I'm like, that's true. That's very true. That is yeah. very true. Um, okay, how many books would you rate that one? Because <laughs> it was a long yeah. period. I'll read it, read it 9 out of 10. Okay. I thought it was a really... We used to do 5. Oh, yeah, huh? <laughs> you're changing the rating. I'm changing the 4 out of 5. Right about okay just because yeah. it was slow on some spaces yeah and i mean i guess if you're thinking like day to day because sometimes it would be a day it's it, not, yeah. not gonna be fast paced yeah i like the little tidbits of like there was a boy she liked and she would trade things so she could put like a ribbon in her hair that was another character oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. because they were planning to escape they do escape but they catch him and they oh. kill him because he was a guard yeah 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 Oh, that's sad. Well, okay. <laughs> and then after that, you know, Judith and I were like, oh, we should pick another book because maybe we'll meet up soon to record. <laughs> um, and so then we read The House of Broken Angels by Luis Alberto Urea. And uh, I really, um, I, okay. Did you like it? I thought it was, it was not for me. Like, okay. This book was not meant for me like it, it's i wasn't the target audience i okay. want to say i i liked it i i liked the story i liked the i liked the story and where it was going but i didn't like the writing style mm-hmm. and i think this is one of those where the audiobook doesn't work yes because it switched from character. It wasn't like narrated by one specific character. It was, I don't know. I'm not, I don't know what it's called, but like, an, like there is no narrator. It's yeah. like the book. You just go from like character to character. Like, so you're reading this from one character point of view and then um, all of a sudden you're switching to another character point but of view. But it doesn't give you a clue. It doesn't give you like a cue like, oh, and now this is what, until like halfway through the conversation, you're like, wait, that same person isn't talking anymore. Now it's a girl's yes. perspective. Yes, uh, That's exactly what would happen. So like I would, if you're listening to it, you could be deep in thought in whatever you're doing and then listening to the, 
person, the book, and then all of a sudden you're in a different character and you're just like, wait, when did it switch? And so I thought that was pretty um, exhausting to do. Um, and I guess that's just, it wasn't, you know, it's better if you physically read that book. Yeah, I think that one was more of a physical, like even if you were like listening to it in the audio, but having the book with because you, then you could, then you can see it. Yeah, because it, it jumps not just from person, but then from like timeline. Timeline. Yeah. And then from situation, like, yeah. okay, just a quick, like, plot. I think this is um, uh, somewhere in East L.A. Yes. So it's set here in Los Angeles. And it's, like, in a community where, you know, there's um, gangs. So, like, sometimes they will talk about how, like, one of the children was killed and it was sh- he was shot. They still do, you know, some of these characters carry guns. And so, like, it's, you know... It's one of those communities, like a um, maybe there's a lot of violence. And so um, our main character, his name is Angel and um, Angel, I guess. And he was born in Mexico and he comes over um, and just basically now he's old and he has cancer and he can't walk anymore. Um, uh, he He's basically dying. And yes. so it takes a course over like three days the first day is uh his mom's funeral the second day it's the party for the funeral and his birthday Mm -hmm. and it's like he's also saying this is his funeral like his last hurrah his party because he feels he knows that he's dying he's gonna die any day now and he he would joke like that he's gonna die that night like his party and then he'd go to sleep and he would die and it's kind of like um a ha ha you don't even get that cool of a exit you know yeah um and then the house of broken angels because there's more than one his dad ends up you know having like another family and i guess he had a lot of i don't know he says he jokes around and says he forgot he already had an angel so he names another one of his kids angel angel so there's two um and they're half brothers so and then one of them is uh the other angel he's half white Yes. So that like plays a big part because he's um he's now like he lives the in Seattle child. and he lives in like Seattle. He's like a professor and like has his different life than what his brothers. Yeah. So he sister. so he comes down to this um to this party for his brother and he's you can when you're reading through his point of view you can see how like it's uncomfortable for him everybody being so loud and um, all these people bringing food for the party. Um, and it just goes basically, uh, which is Big Angel and Little Angel. Big Angel, Little Angel, yeah. Big Angel is just going through his past. And so you're jumping back and forth on the things he's lived and the decisions he's, he's made, the things he did, his the generational trauma with his dad and how, you know, he used to be an abusive father and, and he didn't know how to be a father, so it, it just it goes through a lot. And um, damn, you explaining it that I'm like, damn, maybe this book was made for me. <laughs> I mean, I think there's parts of it. Like, obviously, I can't relate in growing up in you know a neighborhood. Well, actually, I can, <laughs> um, you know, because I did also grow up in a neighborhood where there was uh, gangs and like you know there was shootings and things that I you know like in our first apartment I remember there was like a dead body once in 
like near the dumpster of our apartment complex and like the police had to come. So it was like, yeah, I kind of did. But I don't I think I got we got out of that neighborhood or the neighborhood started changing by the time I left that as a teen, I didn't really witness it. Yeah. And I think that's where it could I could have, you know, if I would have like stayed. I don't know. Would have been a taller? Maybe. Had my my name and everything. Have you seen the Y2K filter on TikTok? Yes. I took a picture. Uh huh. And I look like my sister. She used to be a gangster. (laughs) I I did it to myself and I think I definitely overplucked, but I didn't my eyebrows, but I never did the makeup. Just because I was a little too young. I was like, that's my sister. Uh huh. What what do you look like? You do. (laughs) You do? Yeah. What's up, foo? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think what what I really took from it was that because there's mention of like Big Angel talking about how you know he didn't talk about his feelings. He grew up with a very like machista dad, and that's how he thought he had to be. And but then there was also things that he did really well, which I liked how he talked about once he came to the U.S. He worked. He did he go to school? No, but, but he, he worked really hard to learn English. And, and then he, he was, was like an IT guy, right? Yeah, like a, he was like a boss of some yeah. sort at a company. Not a company or like maybe like a something. Something where like he he did really well. Yes. Um, And so I think there was it was pretty good. I just would physically read this one and just be a little bit more prepared with um, jump time the, jumping, timeline jumping, character jumping. And it was very descriptive. Like there, I think one of my f- favorite scenes because it just comes to mind where um, he wakes up really, really early, mm-hmm. and I think it's the day of the party. But he he wakes up early and he goes into his living room, and I guess he has a new couch and an old couch, and he's describing the old couch and how his dad used to. Because once his dad got really, really old, his ex wife didn't want him or whatever, so he took him in. This mm-hmm. this person that was abuse abusive to him he took in and i guess he there was like an old couch and he would sit there and smoke and i guess there was like a part on the couch that had like like stains and it was like really worn in and as he's looking at the couch it like transports him back in time still with the same couch like it was really really interesting and it was really nicely written um so i i liked it i i it was a little hard to read but overall i, I liked it how many, you know how it's like a little bird? How many yeah. birds do you give it? Uh, I give it a, like a three and a half out of five. Yeah. Because I, th- I think, uh, I think it was good. But maybe if it were like read differently. Yeah. Like not through an audio. Yeah. And I think there was a lot of things going on. Like there was a lot of things. Like okay. his other son, um. Like, there's even, like, his wife technically was married before and had a son. Yes. Um, I forgot his name. Indio. Indio. And he didn't, like, they had a rough, like, he had it the hardest because that's where Big Angel says he didn't know how to be a father. Yeah. And so that he would hit him like he was hit. And so, like, yeah, that was really hard. <laughs> and it turned out that Indio is a, um, a drag queen. Yeah, yeah. That that's why they stopped talking because he told him like come and watch my show and then they didn't talk after that and then um that made me sad yeah and then he had another son who's like 
basically isn't doing anything. He wasn't. He's in a gang, right? Yes. And then they have a daughter. Yeah. And that's who's the caretaker. Basically. Who's the taker? Oh my. Okay. So I did cry in the part where uh, he needs a bath. Yeah. And I think Little Angel, his brother, wants to come in, and he he gets he Big Angel tells him to get out of the bathroom, and he's describing his daughter bathing him, and he's crying like, "Oh, I used to." You, I used to bathe you, and now you're taking care of me. And I was, like, crying. I was like, oh, my gosh. Because, you know, it's true. One day our parents are going to be old, and we might have to help them. I'm getting them a caretaker. <laughs> I want to be that rich, Judith. I don't want to see them naked. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, this is like, like, no offense, but, like, I know. I wouldn't be able to do it. Like, I'd cry. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, this is, like, a little bit of a tangent, but one time my dog had to have a little surgery and it was like in his butt and so I had to like go in there and clean it and do things and my mom was like ew what are you doing I can't believe you're doing that and I looked at her straight in the eye and I said one day I'm gonna have to do this to you and I will do it to you and she was like no she's like I don't want to be alive if you're gonna have to clean my butt (laughs) I'm just like hey like I I don't know I would probably cry a lot but I feel like I would I would do it now I get a caretaker. <laughs> I want to be that rich, Judith. I want to be rich. Well, like I'm manifesting it for us. <laughs> but like a caretaker still like in my home. Yeah, but I can be like yeah. a help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like my grandpa's in that same position right now yeah. where he just had foot surgery and they had to amputate part of his foot. And it's really hard like within the family to yeah, be the... Because he's, he's um, reading him gave me the same perspective of my grandpa very prideful which i get you know it's a different generation i'm not saying like i love my grandpa but he's very prideful and he doesn't like us helping him even though he He needs needs the help like it's not even a a, like oh can i it's like no i need to help you and we gotta do it now yeah um and he likes doing things himself which you know fine but also like we're like nah so it's hard on his sons because a lot of his he has a lot of yeah. sons and it's just my mom but my mom lives all the way over here and he lives all the way over there yeah um so my mom's like I'm just gonna get him a caretaker I'm like yes like because it's became that's true it's also becoming like this drama of like well I'm working I can't take care of, not because they don't want to but it's it's it would need somebody to be like full time full time yeah so like my uncles are the primary bread givers. And then, like, my aunts have kids, so, like, yeah. it's also hard for, like, them. Because they have, like, little kids still. Yeah. Like, so it's hard to, like, take care of them that also take care of my grandpa. So, like, I, I get it, but I'm also, like, that's everything in a caregiver. Yeah, that's true. And in the in the book, they something Big Angel really struggles with, too, is, like, who who's going to continue my legacy? He would keep saying, like, I need one of my sons, one of my sons. And he would be like, Indio's not going to do it. And I can't remember the, his actual, like, biological son's name. And um, Little Angel, what he ends up telling him, he's like, maybe it's time for it to be, uh, what is it, matriarchal? Like, I think Minnie, his daughter, he was like, she's the one that's going to take over. It's not going to be a son. It's going to be a daughter. And I was just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, I don't know. There was a lot of good things that I really liked about the book. Um, so, yeah. That was, that's my take on that. <laughs> Read it. Uh, oh, so are you ready for what our next book's going to be? Which one's on? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot. 
we this took us a long time to figure out because there's so many that we were like let's do this one and we're like no let's do this one um but one that kept popping up and judith was like this one came up again i was like fine judith let's do it is the The seven Seven husbands Husbands of evelyn hugo Hugo. yeah the seven husbands by evelyn hugo i mean of of evelyn Evelyn hugo Hugo by taylor jenkins reed or raid R-E-I-D. I don't know. Taylor Jenkins. But The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. And it's it keeps coming up. It We've does. had it on our wait list for a long, a long time. time. You know. So we're hoping it's good. We don't I don't know what it's about. Me neither. No clue. Don't know. And yeah. We're excited. That. Excited to be back. We'll see you guys in three months. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> the two more book reviews. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Like we're gonna come on every three months now with only two books. Nah, no. But I, I, but I've been reading. I think I read another book too. I'm reading one right now what called Sea Fire, um, and it's about like. So far, what I've read, it's about these, this. Oh, I don't know if I'm gonna butcher because I was kind of cleaning. I'm trying to make sure I listened correctly, but basically, uh, there's like. They can't, they're on a boat and it starts with her and her family and a bunch of families and they're trying to get out of somewhere where there's like a dictatorship in a sense. But that dictator, the way he grows his army is he feeds young kids drugs so that they become so addicted and he's the only one that can supply the drugs that he's like, uh, do what I say. And so these people that live on a boat sometimes have to get on the island to get food but they have to do it sneaking in so that they don't get found and then take the food back to their boat. So whatever, in the beginning it happens and uh, something happens where her whole family and everybody on their boat dies. And now she and her friend start a new boat with all females and they're like basically pirates. I don't know. That's how I'm taking it. And it's it's pretty good so far. We never recorded... Um Cause I'm looking at what I've been reading. Uh huh. The maidens. No, and we're waiting because maybe Arthur will still want to join us. And we're sorry, Arthur, because I I know he's been reaching out and he's like, I want to do that one with you guys. And um, <laughs> we fucked up. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. So I'll, we'll go on his schedule whenever yeah, he's available. Whenever, yeah. um, Most definitely. Because we haven't really recorded on that one. And no. I think it would be nice to have a third opinion because I know you and I were kind of like yeah. opposite ends of it. But uh, yeah. So here, let me tell you what I've been reading since December. The Green River Run- Running Red. What's it's that an about? Anne Roll book about Ooh. serial killers. Was it good? Yeah, I liked it. Um, I read Ink Cold Blood because I've been wanting to read it. Um, reread it. The Therapist by B.A. Paris. That one was pretty good. A Child's Called It because... Um, one of our coworkers wanted it. Wanted to read it, and I was like, I want to read it. I read it in, like, two hours. Yeah, it's a really short book. My Heart is a Chainsaw. Oh, I, by uh, yes, Stephen Graham Jones. I read it. Was it good? I liked it, but I don't think you'll like it. Why? It's, like, I don't know. We'll talk about this next time. Why? Like, I, I think... I'm like, but I like Stephen Graham Jones. No, um, no like, uh, it was... Was it, like... The mannequins, kind of. Okay, I liked the mannequins. Okay, then you'll probably like it then, because I I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. 
And um, I think I wasn't really listening to it, too. Okay. So I think I missed some things because then I got lost at one point and I was like, what the fuck is going on? Um, but it it's kind of like uh, the best way I can describe it is a um, like a horror, like a 1990s horror film. OK, OK. So it's it's like that. It's it's cool. I ah, liked it. So it's very campy, too. Like, yeah. Ones. Yes. OK. So, yeah, I thought it was good. Lots of twists and turns and. Um, yeah, and I'm on the third book of Harry Potter, Yay. so I have been reading. Good <laughs> job, Judith. So proud of you. Thank you. I've only read two. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, when I'm doing my hair in the morning, I'm like, I don't, like, I already burned myself, so I don't watch TV while I'm doing my hair. That's true. Well, the other week I had a burn mark on my forehead. So I like listening to books. Yeah, that's smart. All right. I think we're good for today. We've ran our time it's, this is gonna be a long episode oh sorry no that's fine people food talk i know food talk tiktok tiktok stephen graham jones stephen graham jones always oh he's i don't know i just like him every every year i feel like i need to read one of his books um yeah emotional damage <laughs> <laughs> so much all right everyone <laughs> We're glad to be back, and we'll Sorry. see you again soon. <laughs> Catch you next time. Bye. Bye.